Hi, Greg Perry, the historic preservationist. Uh, this this episode we're going to broach um, shingle repair, particularly cedar type shingles on the sides of houses. We're not ta talking about roofs at this point, so uh, you know, such as we find in Cape Cod down the you know, say the Jersey Shore and things like that. So, so let's get started. Um, wood shingles might be the most versatile roofing and siding material ever used. Installed in rows, waves, alternating widths, in a myriad of patterns. Shingles became so integral to the design of some houses, they were dubbed shingle style. In honor, <clears throat> in honor few building materials can claim. Toward most modern housing developments, and you'll probably see a lot of genuine wood shingles. That's because shingles are expensive to purchase and tedious to install. The good news is that it's easy to replace a few damaged or deteriorated shingles in an old house, providing you may have the right tools and a little bit of patience. So let's talk about uh, shingle semantics. Wood shingles are tapered pieces of heartwood sawn to uniform thickness and length and, in many locations, used for roofing long before sidewell cladding. Historically, shingles were cut from durable local woods such as, such as cypress, redwood, red cedar, white cedar, oak, and pine. However, the most common shingle wood today is western red cedar, a species esteemed for its fine straight grain, lightweight, and resistance to rot and insects. But try picking up one of those bundles as they come in from the supply house and you'll see how lightweight they are. They probably weigh 85 pounds each. So anyway, because um, just dealing with some shingles uh, for the Shivers house and uh, had to move, oh, I guess about 30 bundles maybe the other day. And uh, that'll, that'll keep you out of the gym in a time of a pandemic. The term shake and shingle are often used interchangeably. Unlike shingles, shakes are thick and very rough split faces and a split or sawn back. They're installed with felt paper alternating between each layer to prevent roof leaks. Shakes are a product promoted in the 1940s and 50s to create an uneven rustic appearance. While appropriate for houses of the era, they do not resemble historic shingles for which generally are thin and smooth. In traditional single course siding, shingles are installed from bottom of the wall to the top, beginning with a double course to cover the joints of the first layer. To keep courses straight, the installer snaps a chalk line and tacks a long straight board along the line as a guide. In all applications, there is at least two layers of shingles covering the sheathing in some narrow cover, it affects the whole or three layers. So uh, let's just, just uh, regress here for a minute. Um, let's talk about the best quality wood shingles sold uh, would be sold as number one or blue label or cut from clear 100% vertical grain heartwood lumber, whether it's cedar uh, or uh, redwoods or whatever the case may be. Because the wood grain runs perpendicular to the shingle width, and vertical grain shingles resist wear, warping, and take paint best. 
Less expensive shingles include flat-grained and sapwood-cut shingles in each bundle. In flat in flat grain or plain sawn shingles, the grain runs roughly parallel to the shingle width, which is the top of the shingle, making them uh, much more warp and wear prone. Most wood shingles are rebutted and rejointed. That is, the mill trims the sides parallel and the saw butts at right angles for a neat installation. Shingle manufacturers and carpenters agree the added durability of top quality shingles is worth the difference in cost every time. So the other common system is a double coarse siding. Is it, and that's quite, it's, it is a way of installing two layers of shingles on each course, creating deep, shallow lines that accentuate the horizontal, horizontality of the wall. The first or underlayer is a number three or number four quality of shingle, which is covered with a higher grade number one or number two shingle. The butt of the exposed shingle extends about one inch down from the butt of the under shingle. This method is common for houses from the 1930s to 1950s. So removing shingles. If you have a few damaged or deteriorated shingles, there is no need to reshingle the entire wall. However, there are a few tricks to removing and replacing individual shingles without creating a headache. On single coarse siding, the nails are hidden under the butt of the overlapping shingle. On double coarse siding, the nails are hidden and exposed. If you have one or two bad shingles, you may be able to jerk them out with your pliers. You can also loosen shingles by splitting them apart with a hammer and a chisel. When removing shingles this way, the old nails will remain in the wall, and if you can get to them, try to remove or flatten them against the sheathing with a hammer or a flat pry bar. If you have a lot of shingles to replace, it's best to invest in a shingle puller. These tools have long, thin blades with hooks on the end to snag concealed nails and an offset handle that protects your hands from injury. And some roofers confide that you can ram a handle with a hammer for quick removal of stubborn nails. Shingle pullers also work in reverse. By driving the tool upwards, you can sometimes push the nails out or at least out of the way of the new shingle. Shingle pullers are not common hardware store items, but you never know where you may find them or they may be sold. Replacing shingles. Now for the fun and easy part. If you're, the, if you're only replacing one shingle, you can trim it down to size with a jigsaw or small plane. To install the shingle, begin by gently tapping it back into the empty space before the using a block of wood to protect the butt from hammer marks. If you're replacing more than one shingle, take care to always cover the joints of the underlying shingles. Should hidden nails split your shingle, slide a piece of sheet aluminum under the split for protection, or cut slots in the top of the replacement shingle that corresponds to the nails. If you replace one shingle or only a few in a row, the, the pressure of the overlapping shingles might adequately hold the new shingle in place, but don't count on it. You can also hold the new shingle in place with a babby, a one-inch wide strip of copper aluminum nailed to the wall under the new shingle. Once the new shingle is in, you bend the end of the babble up so that it hooks the butt of the shingle. 
Nails are the best fasteners, and seasoned shinglers dig into their bag of tricks for special techniques to hide their nails. Method one of hiding nails. Push your shingle up with, with a, uh, a one inch or so. Push it up one inch or so that you can uh, get the correct placement. Then take two nails, one for each side, and carefully nail them just below the butt or the overlapping shingle angling the nails slightly upward, then gently drive the shingle into place. If done correctly, the nails will bend without splitting the shingle and disappear under the butt of the overlapping shingle. Method number two of hiding the nails. Hammer the shingle nearly home as above, then drive two nails almost through the shingle without penetrating the back side. Run your hand shingle puller or flat pry bar under the overlapping shingle. Gently lift it up and nudge your shingle and nails into place. Afterwards, slide the flat part of your bar over each nail and drive it home by hammering the top of the pry bar. Large repairs. In large areas of deteriorated shingles, remove old building papers and nails. Inspect the sheathing for damage and install a new layer of building wrap. As, <coughs> as, with a, as with a new house, begin at the lowest point and work up, taking care to keep your courses level with the remaining courses. Shingles are usually staggered and trimmed to fit both inside and outside corners, but they can be butted into the corner boards. In either case, flash behind the corner of, with felt paper. When you select replacement shingles, install the rough or sawn outside. Shingles with a smooth surface will not match the texture of adjacent shingles. To fasten each shingle, use two corrosion-resistant nails long enough to firmly grip the sheathing. Space each sidewall shingle between an eighth or a quarter inch part and fasten nails one inch up from the butt of the next course that will be applied. Position each nail three quarters to one inch from the side of the shingle, one to two inches up from the exposure line of the next course. Drive the nails flush with the face of the shingle without crushing the wood. Use only stainless steel or aluminum or hot dim zinc coated nails and in traditional applications. Small headed thin shank splitless siding nails are best. Finished nails are acceptable, but they are slightly larger and have less holding capability. If the nails are exposed or unfinished or clear finished shingles, use only stainless or aluminum nails. Do not use common or electroplated galvanized nails. So talk about the finishing touches. Unfinished cedar wood shingles weather beautifully, first turning gray and then golden brown. If you want a natural appearance, you'll get improved durability and even weathering by applying a penetrating wood preservative to the shingles for the Cape Cod weather gray appearance. Purchase bleaching oils to accelerate the aging process. So, uh, so again, the, uh, the shingles are going to turn their own gray. We'll call it Cape Cod gray. And uh, so uh, to accelerate the aging process, You'll look for bleaching oils. You'll find them in your really specialty and better hardware stores. So anyway, um, 
Greg Perry, um, hope everyone got a few pointers on shingles, and uh, they're not difficult to do. They're a lot more fun than the um, your typical uh, architectural type shingles you put up there, the as asbestos or the asphalt shingles rather. And uh, so, if you have a little bit of woodworking skills, uh, it's right up your alley. So, Greg Perry, the historic preservationist, signing out.